Northwest Ohio, are you tired of just surviving? Are you ready for some fresh ideas? You've come to the right place. The Thrive Tribe 419 podcast features local experts in wellness and experiencing the best life has to offer in the Midwest. Let's thrive together. Hey Tribe, it's Rose, and you're listening to episode 18 of the Thrive Tribe 419 podcast, Conventional Healthcare Rebel with Tyler Schwanz. But before we get to that, I wanted to read another great review from iTunes. Um, I had promised that I was going to do this, and I've been neglecting that. So um, this one says, great topics and guests. Five stars. (laughs) I love this local podcast. The host is honest and knowledgeable. Speakers are very interesting. If you love listening about health, wellness, and crunchy topics, subscribe to this podcast. And that was by Steelers Girl 21. So thank you, Steelers Girl 21, for that review. And um, I have to second that. If you like the podcast, definitely subscribe to it so you don't miss any episodes. And if you're listening to this on a mobile device, an easy way to share this episode is just to take a screenshot of what you're listening to and post it to Facebook or Instagram and just um, let people know that you're enjoying this podcast and I'm sure they can find us. So thank you for that. Thank you to everyone who's been leaving reviews. It is so appreciated and with this valuable information, we need to get it out to other people. And the only way people are going to take us seriously is if we have great reviews on iTunes. And that is happening. So keep up the great work, tribe. I really appreciate it. Um, now, I would like to introduce Dr. J. Tyler Schwanz, DC, who is the owner and founder of Rebel Chiropractic in Waterville, Ohio. After graduating from the Ohio State University, Tyler went on to receive his doctorate of chiropractic from Life University in 2012. I can't believe Life University is a real university. That's so cool. Um, But there it is, Life University. Uh, I'm sure a lot of us have gotten degrees from Life University, but not this particular one, right? (laughs) Anyway... He graduated at the top of his class with a distinction in chiropractic philosophy and an university award for representing integrative change. He has a passion for communicating a message of hope and healing to those who need it most. Dr. Tyler is one of the few chiropractors in the state to adjust using the Gonstead technique, which which is known as the gold standard of chiropractic techniques. So we're going to learn about all of this and more about rebel chiropractic and rebelling against conventional health care with hey, Tyler. Dr. Tyler Schwanz. Hey, Rose. Uh, do you want me to call you Tyler or Dr. Schwanz? I should have asked you that. <laughs> oh, you know what? We're just old friends now. So yeah, I tell my friends to call me Tyler. But yeah, obviously, when I'm, when I'm out in the professional world, it's, it's uh, Dr. Schwanz, of course. But yeah, please call me Tyler. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for being here. We're going to jump right into it. And I wanted to mix things up a little bit. I usually ask this question at the end, but I thought it might be fun to start out at the beginning and see how it goes. So um, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you thrive in the 419. Oh, how do I thrive in the 419? 
Um, so right now, um, building uh, my family and building my practice has taken the lion's share of my time. So uh, I am the owner and operator of Rebel Chiropractic. I don't think I said that yet. And, uh, and so it's, it's just going great. It's huge, but oh my gosh, it takes up. It is like our, our third baby right now. Um, but I have two uh, normal human babies. <laughs> One is a, an eight-month-old eight named Holden. And, uh, and he just recently gained uh, four pounds in 30 days. Whoa! So he's eating, he, yeah, he's an eating <laughs> machine. Yeah, uh, so you can imagine what my nights are like right now. Kind of like hard to tell the difference between day and night. So, um, uh-huh. so yeah, anyway, yeah. Holden's great. And then Ellet is two and a half years old. And he just cracks me up. He's really into tractors. So, therefore, I feel like I'm into tractors and excavators and everything like that. Um, but that's the, that's the majority of my life right now when, uh, you know, obviously we all have stories before we were parents. Uh, you know, I, I used to love to do musical theater. I sing still whenever I can. Um, I love singing. I love doing theater, um, like community theater productions. Um, I love the snowboard. I love being active and running and lifting and all that kind of stuff. So I think that's probably what I would tell uh, someone if I was on a speed date with them. Uh, so yeah, that's a little bit about me. Cool. And those are all great things to do with kids as they grow up too. So sounds like fun. Yeah. yeah. All right. So I think most of our listeners know what chiropractic is, but could you please explain the practice to anyone who might not be familiar with it? Totally. And I love the opportunity to explain what chiropractic is because honestly, there is um, a spectrum of, of answers that you could receive depending upon the chiropractor that you ask, which ah. people might not realize that as well. Yeah. And so there's this spectrum of chiropractic at one end is a very symptom oriented um, version of chiropractic where you would go there after an injury or after a car accident or, you know, those sorts of things. And um, it's very biomechanical in nature, and uh, you won't see a lot of kids in those sorts of offices. Those offices are primarily, like, driven by, you know, I got into a car accident or an older population. There's nothing wrong at all with that kind of chiropractic practice. Um, but I just lay that out because that just will not be your experience at our practice. Um, our practice um, is defined primarily by the technique that we use, which is called the Gonstead technique. And um, there are so many different techniques, so many flavors of chiropractic. Um, but what that allows us to do is it allows us to uh, primarily focus on younger families, pregnant moms, so uh, maternity, pediatrics, um, and family care. Um, see a lot of, lot of young families, a lot of young athletes, a lot of babies, which might sound um, foreign uh, to people that had never considered chiropractic for, for babies. But um, honestly, about 40% of my practice is pediatric currently. And at any given point in time, uh, there are probably six or seven or eight pregnant moms that I'm taking care of. And the reason that we can do so much for these babies and these pregnant moms, like these very um, special populations, if you will, uh, the reason we can do so much for them is because we are at the other end of the spectrum 
which is neurologically chiropractic. And the best way that I can describe it to you, honestly, Rose, is that um, a lot of people, when they think of the chiropractor, they think that we are the bone doctors, like we are the carpenters. Um, when the, reality, I've heard it called are, the bone crackers or the bone crunchers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, <laughs> there's, there's a small part of me that dies every time somebody says that <laughs> on the inside. Um, but no, no, it's okay. No, but I don't, I think, um, <laughs> but no, we're, we're very much less uh, less the bone doctors and much more so the nerve doctors. Um, we're less the carpenters and more the electricians. Um, if there were a better way to uh, impact and affect the nerve tissue that is protected and surrounded by the spine, shoot, I would do something like I would do something other than what we do. But what we found is that by using the tiny um, levers or tiny processes that are on the spine as levers, we can adjust them just so in a, in, a, in a certain vector with a certain amount of force that can, yes, move the bone and yes, sometimes make noise, but those are just ancillary to the actual purpose of the chiropractic adjustment, which is to take pressure off of the nervous system and, uh, and thereby restoring that, the, the proper flow of information throughout that nerve system. So, Hopefully that kind of um, sheds some light on what a neurologically based chiropractor does and how we might differ from a, a classic chiropractic. Yeah, I love that. And I also love that you work on kids and pregnant women. Um, when I was pregnant, my, my youngest is 13 months old now. And mm -hmm. when I was pregnant with her, I was going to, uh, are you familiar with a Webster technique? That's what my chiropractor totally. uses. Yeah. yeah so I was going really to, good. yeah, um, it seemed to work because her birth, my labor and birth with her was so much smoother than the first time. And I really believe it's because I had chiropractic care right up until just a few days before she was born. And then when she was born, she had reflux. So we took her um, several times and I was getting adjustments after the birth and I would take her and. Um, she would get adjustments and we've been getting my five-year-old adjusted um, since I think she was about three. Well, actually we took her right after she was born too and took some time off and then started back up with her. And um, I think it's been so beneficial to us, but we made sure we went to a chiropractor that had specialized training in um, pregnancy and, and children just so we could feel a little bit more safe about it. But I love that you do that. I think it's so beneficial. And I I guess I'm a little bit of a skeptic until I see the benefits for myself sometimes. And I can definitely mm -hmm. say that um, we've seen the benefits from it. I'm a big fan, big fan. Oh, man, that's great. I was going to say yeah. you're like a walking, walking billboard yourself. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. I so I've been trying to get my chiropractor on, on the podcast and he seems a little shy about it. So I'm glad that you've oh. stepped up and you're doing this. Maybe he'll do an episode with me now. Yeah, well, I'm sure I'm, I'm glad he's doing good work. I'm glad he's doing like the Webster's and, and seeing kids. I love when you walk into a chiropractic office and it sounds like a gymnasium when there's so many kids running around. Um, but yeah. Shows, I feel like it, it shows like a really healthy practice in that way and they're really focusing on removing what's called um, subluxation so the the easiest way that I can describe subluxation is um, similar it's not the same concept but it's the, the the best analogy I can think of is like you go to the dentist to make sure you don't have cavities and then if you have cavities they do 
what they do in order to get rid of them. But most of what a dentist does is try to prevent those cavities from even becoming a problem. Well, chiropractors, you go to a chiropractor to identify whether or not you have what are called vertebral subluxations. And that's just a, a fancy word for, for vertebral misalignments that put pressure on nerves. And the majority of what chiropractors do, especially in like your chiropractor's office or my, our chiropractic office, um, we identify, you know, if they have these vertebral subluxations, we adjust them in order to remove them. And if they don't have them, then great. That's what we've been working for this entire time. And people that have no subluxations, like your, like your daughter, you know, you, you would see a decrease in that reflux, you know, as they become unsubluxated, it would be the term that we would use. So yeah, that's great. I'm glad your chiropractor is doing good work. Yeah, absolutely. Hey tribe, this is Rose's husband, Matt. Certified EFT practitioner. You may remember me from episode three, Emotional Freedom Techniques. Right now, I'm offering one-to-one EFT coaching sessions to take your life to the next level, leave behind the blocks that are holding you back and any baggage that you might have. Maybe you're starting over. Maybe you're trying to be even more successful than you ever were before. Right now, you can learn this amazing technique to become your highest and best self. Schedule your session now at thrivetribe419.com. Go to eCourses. Sessions are available on Skype, phone, and FaceTime. FYI, my availability is limited, so schedule now. Thanks for your time, Tribe. Look forward to working with you soon. And I wanted to ask you about this because I've on occasion suggested chiropractic to people and they say, well, um, chiropractors don't know what they're doing. They don't go to medical school. They're not real doctors, blah, blah, blah. So do you want to say anything to that sort of, um, belief or comment? Yeah. Um, I, I, I all I have to say is, you know, haters gonna hate and, uh, <laughs> and that's totally fine. Um, trust me, chiropractors, uh, we don't want to be um, medical doctors. Are we? Are we real doctors? Um, that depends on if you believe the power vested in your state to give us a, a state license that says doctor of chiropractic. It's like a doctor, doctor of chiropractic, doctor of osteopathy, um, doctor of you know, a, a med, you know, doctor of medicine. Um, however, you want to classify a real doctor um, in in Ohio, which is where I practice. You know, obviously, in the four one nine. Um, we are considered doctor of chiro- I believe we are considered chiropractic physicians, um, which just means that for the, our state recognizes us as a portal of entry into the medical system. We are a primary care provider. We do not require any sort of um, referral to to be seen. So from that standpoint, um, if they're just calling you know calling a doctor a primary portal of entry into the medical system, then absolutely, you know, even in their terms, we are real doctors. Um, if you really want to break it down, um, if, and if those haters really want to know the stats, uh, I don't know that they do, but my best friend, he went to medical school the exact same time that I went to chiropractic school and hate to break it to you, but the, the, the pretty much the vast majority of our education is like almost identical. Um, our anatomy, mm-hmm. our physiology, our pathology, our chemistry, our you know diagnosis hours, they, um, they almost mirror each other exactly. Um, near the end of schooling, honestly, I get a lot more x-ray training unless 
you know, a, a medical doctor wants to go into radiology. Um, I get a lot more x-ray training, and obviously I get a lot more training in the actual uh, identification of vertebral subluxation and adjustment, whereas they would get more training in pharmacology because that's what they do. Um, so all said and done, it's pretty much a wash as far as the total number of hours, but where those hours are spread out, it, it varies very little in the first two years, and then for the last two years, that's where you see the biggest, biggest change, biggest divide. But honestly, if you talk to most medical doctors, especially if they're more, um, you know, my age, um, you know, I, 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 I'm in my 30s, um, there's, a, there's a different generation of, of medical doctors that have, um, have not, I guess, back in the, in the 50s and the 60s, there was an active, um, an active, effort by the American Medical Association, and this is no secret, um, to try and close down chiropractic schools and kind of put the profession down. Um, right. But since then, a lot of, a lot of chiropractors, that, or sorry, a lot of medical doctors that have graduated, they don't have those same biases, and they would probably tell you the same thing I'm telling you, that, yeah, I mean, their school's pretty much the same until they do pharmacology and we do adjusting. So, yeah, we're, we're real doctors, um, but we just get to do something, in my opinion, that is super cool and way cooler than prescribing drugs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for clearing that up for us because um, I just yeah. wanted to remove any kind of doubt that was in anyone's mind out there. I think chiropractic yeah. is really pretty common these days and very widely accepted, right. but I still get every once in a while people who say, Oh, you shouldn't let them crack your neck like that. They're not real doctors. They, you know, and they've heard all these um, horror stories um, so kind of yeah. going, going into that, um, and the way that I discovered you was on Instagram and I really liked something that you had posted about, um, misconceptions that people have about chiropractic and alternative health care, um, in general. So what are some of the fears that people have admitted to you about chiropractic and, um, some of the outrageous claims or maybe misconceptions that you've heard? Sure. Um, so this is a great question, and you, you probably aren't surprised to know that I, I answer this question on a daily basis because unless you are me and you grew up with, a, like my dad's a chiropractor, so I've been adjusted since I was born. Um, it's, it's absolutely normal to me, and it's, it's absurd to think, that my kids would ever not be adjusted. And um, so when somebody comes in and I'm, you know, telling them, yeah, I see kids and yeah, I'm going to be adjusting certain areas of your spine and, and uh, I might be working with your neck. You know, they have these fears that they bring in or maybe their parents kind of placed upon them. Like, again, like I told you from that previous generation, um, maybe they fear a lack of education, um, which, you know, I think we've already touched on. Maybe they uh, fear, you know, every once in a while you'll hear in the news, um, you'll hear in the news there was a, an actress who, after seeing a chiropractor, had had a, a stroke or a, like a, a vertebral artery event, and I think she actually died. Um, however, Yes, I did hear about that, of course. Yeah, there's a lot of, um, and you know, people in the, in the media will, will, you know, portray the story that will get the most um, either outrage or interest or clicks or whatever. Um, but there's just a lot of 
um, nuance that goes into that. You, you know, you might not know that that person was uh, on birth control, which, you know, well, I'm not saying that she was, but um, people that are on birth control and all chiropractors know this. We know all the, I guess what I'm saying is that we all know the risk factors for somebody that could be set up for a, um, an event, like a vertebral artery event, like a stroke or something like that. Um, one of the primary signs and symptoms of somebody that is already in the middle of this sort of stroke is neck pain and, and back pain and headaches. And a lot of people that come in to see chiropractors have neck pain and back pain and headaches. So you can see that it's kind of a, a confounding variable if somebody comes into the chiropractor for these things. On, in the vast majority of those cases, they, uh, they were already in the middle of their event. And that actually was what caused them to seek out chiropractic care in the first place. So it's just a, a matter of kind of bad luck where the chiropractor is the last person to, to see them uh, on a long train that they've just been trying to, uh, so they've been uh, you know, misdiagnosed and hasn't been caught. And then the, the chiropractor is the, the last person that they get to see on, on that train. So that's kind of one area that people have fears for. Um, and you know, I, don't, I don't blame them as far as that goes. Um, but just know that as far as that kind of scenario goes, a good and trustworthy chiropractor, like, you know, like myself, but I, there's a lot of us out there. Um, I can't tell you enough, like there's so many times in our schooling, we are, we are educated and we are prepared and we know the signs and symptoms. We are, we are trained to identify these, um, these like hallmarks signs and symptoms of somebody that is in distress that's going through this, um, for someone not to identify it is it's on them. And although some of them might be chiropractors, there's a lot of people that, that um, this happens in the medical office or in their osteopath's office, or heck, my own grandma, you know, started to have the beginnings of this kind of episode when she was at the salon. She had her hair back into the, uh, the sink getting her hair washed. And because what that does is it, it um, pinches off both of the blood supplies at the same time going up to the brain, it can cause those same kinds of symptoms. And um, so, yeah, there's a lot of nuance that goes into it. If you really wanted to um, take even me and my bias out of the question, what I encourage people to do if they're looking to assess the risk of something, um, I don't know, most people, they probably know what an actuary is. An actuary, you know, is the is the job function for someone that works for an insurance company, and they estimate risk. And based on the estimated risk, they assign a particular cost or a premium that that person or that professional has to pay in order to adequately deal with that risk. That makes sense, right? Yeah. Um, so if you were to ask, and you know, if you were to ask me what I pay for my malpractice insurance, um, it is. Um, I pay for it out of pocket just on, uh, we pay for it once, once a year. And it's, um, in the range of like $2,000 for the entire year. If you ask any wow. OBGYN, yeah. If you ask any other medical doctor, what their malpractice insurance is, I know for a fact that there are practicing medical doctors that actually have had to move out of Ohio because malpractice rates for them are sometimes <clears throat> more than people make in an entire year. Um, it's just so yes, I have heard about that. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, wow. So if you don't, I guess, I guess I just say that whole long drawn out story. Yeah, just to 
to, to get to the point that don't ask me, you know, if chiropractic is risky or not. Ask the people that have to insure me if something goes wrong. And uh, the numbers speak for themselves that the risk for chiropractic on the whole is, is laughably low um, as compared to pretty much any other point in the medical system that you have to enter. Wow. I have never heard about that before. I mean, I've heard about doctors like not being able to pay their insurance premiums, but I didn't know that chiropractors yeah. were so low. That does say a lot. Right? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. So um, are there any other misconceptions or things that you try to educate your patients about when they come in, um, things that they are worried or scared about? Sure. Um, sometimes um, people, honestly, they're not really they're not really scared. They're mostly like uncomfortable at the thought of like their their spinal bones making noise. And um, it's mainly because they don't know what that noise is. If they knew that it was just it was nothing more than dissolved gas within the synovial joints of your spine being compressed and then releasing uh, re being released and making that sound that's what it is. It's, it's no different than like if you were to, um, you know, quote unquote, pop your knuckles, you know, that sort of thing. It's the same concept. It's not bones rubbing on bones. It's not bones breaking. Um, it's nothing more than just gasping release. So that's one thing that I like to um, address with people. And then for the people that they're like, I don't even care if it is release gas. It's, you know, it's weird. It creeps me out. And I take care of so many people and they love chiropractic, but they, every single time they're like, Oh, it's just, I'll never get used to it. I love it because I feel so good, but I'll never get used to it. And that's fine too. Um, when you get adjusted, depending on the chiropractic technique that the doctor uses, sometimes they will adjust you and it will um, make a noise. That's great. Sometimes they will adjust you and it will not make a noise. That's great too. The noise is just something that either happens or doesn't happen kind of alongside the adjustment. It's not it's not whether it's not a sign whether or not the adjustment happened. It's not whether it was a good adjustment or not. Um, the I guess what I'm saying is that the sound is not the point. The the point of the adjustment okay. is um, to be able to objectively measure before and after the adjustment a measurable change on the nerve system's function. And uh, I'm sure many techniques have their ways of doing this. The way that we do it in our office is we use. Um, an objective instrument called the nervoscope, and uh, it's a bilateral temperature um, instrument. I run it down the spine before they are adjusted. Um, uh, any of my patients get adjusted, they sit down in a chair and I run this down their back. And it shows very simply, um, it just shows where capillary beds are uh, maybe more expanded on one side of the spine versus the opposite side of the spine. And in, in turn, they are releasing more heat on that side versus the other side. And what a lot of people don't know is that capillaries and arterioles and arteries in general um, in, in the area of your, you know, surrounding your spine, they're controlled by one specific part of the nerve system called the sympathetic nerve system or the autonomic nerve system. And so by reading the temperature of the skin, it's our direct, um, it's our way of directly correlating results all the way down to that sympathetic nerve system, which is what I'm trying to have an effect on in the first place. So um, people that may have misconceptions about A, the 
you know, the scientific, scientific nature of chiropractic or the objective nature of it. Hopefully I've, I've helped to kind of put your mind at ease just knowing that we're using objective data to figure out what's going on. For those who are scared of, you know, the sound or uh, don't know what it is, hopefully I've helped clear that up as well. But those are probably the main misconceptions. You know, and when I say that I'm adjusting a baby, another misconception is that an adult adjustment is the same as a child adjustment. Well, you know full well, since you see the chiropractor and so do your kids, like their adjustments are infinitely, you know, different than what an adult adjustment might look like. It's so gentle and, you know, yeah. it's often been said that the actual adjustment is <clears throat> like um, testing the ripeness of an avocado at the grocery store. It's like so gentle because those bones, they're not even ossified. They're not even turned into calcium yet. They're still cartilaginous bones. And so you have to be so gentle with them. And it's not something to be scared of. It's just that you don't want, you know, someone who's not an expert in it doing it. Um, you know, when people say you don't want to have the chiropractor do that, you want to go to your medical doctor. It's like, shoot, honey, like you do not want your medical doctor doing what I do because I do it all day, every day. And we're, we're like a one trick pony. We're really good at that one thing. Just like you wouldn't want me um, prescribing the drugs that you have to be on. You know, you wouldn't want me doing that because that's not something I do every day. Like when you see a chiropractor, um, they're an expert in uh, removing vertebral subluxation from your spine. And if they see a lot of kids, then they are the authority on um, what on adjusting and identifying vertebral subluxation in, in these kids as well. So I think that's probably the, the majority of the, um, you know, fears that people just bring to the table that I have to answer on a daily basis. Absolutely. And you're, you're so right about how kids adjustments are so different than adults. I mean, when I get adjusted, I'm <laughs> cracking and popping and, you sure, know, sure, sure. he's got me this way and he's got me that way. And when he uh, adjusts my kids, it's usually just like he's has them in one position, maybe two, and it's very gentle. And my daughter, actually, my five-year-old, if I take her along with me to an appointment and, mm -hmm. um, she she's not being adjusted if it's just me and not both of us she gets really mad like she she loves it and she really gets yeah. angry if i don't allow her to be adjusted too so now yeah. if i know enough ahead of time i just make her an appointment too because she loves it so sure. much so she must be getting some yeah. benefit from it <laughs> you should um you should plan ahead and make sure that she brings a doll to her adjustments and then your chiropractor can uh, quote unquote, adjust the doll, and that usually that um, distracts them enough so that they're not upset that it's not their turn on that particular day. Oh, that's a great idea. I never thought of that. I'm going to yeah, keep that I've in adjusted, mind for next time. I've adjusted so many Ninja Turtles and teddy bears, <laughs> I can't even tell you. It's just the way it is. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Tribe. I just wanted to take a moment to tell you about our new sponsor, Naturally Simplified. And I thought this was a great time to talk about this sponsor because uh, a lot of us have colds and flu right now, including myself. Um, my daughter just started kindergarten and she has been bringing home all kinds of wonderful cooties to share. So um, this sponsor is a local Northwest Ohio business and it's owned and operated by Danielle Small. She's a certified aromatherapist and she uses all natural, organic, wild crafted ingredients in her bath and body products. 
Now, I only promote products and services that I have personally tried and love. I am currently using the Simply Sugar Scrub and the Coco Shea Body Butter that smell good enough to eat. Every time I get in the shower, I just um, use a little bit of both of those. And well, actually, I use the, the body butter after I get out. And it smells like chocolate. It's amazing. I believe it's important to shop local, especially woman-owned businesses. So if you're going to try a new woman-owned business locally, I suggest you try Naturally Simplified. Um, <clears throat> right now, if you're looking for something to help with a cold or flu, I would suggest checking out their aromatherapy inhaler. They have a eucalyptus um, product that's called Breathe E. And um, I have personally used aromatherapy inhalers before and they're wonderful for sort of clearing out the sinuses before you do like a neti pot rinse. They work really great. So right now she's doing a special promotion for our listeners. So what you need to do to get on a great deal and to support this podcast is you'll want to go to the website naturallysimplified.com that's www.naturally-simplified.com to join the VIP circle and you'll receive an instant promo code in your mailbox in your email box for 20% off your total purchase and then when you check out, you use that promo code in the coupon code or promo code box. And you also want to make sure that you enter in a message to the seller, enter TT419 or mention that you heard this promo on our podcast and she will kick back 30% of the proceeds from your purchase to support this podcast. So that's a really great deal for all of us. And you can score some really awesome Christmas gifts and some wonderful products for yourself at the same time. And they're all toxic free, so you really can't lose. So why do you think people should keep an open mind about alternative modalities in general, including chiropractic? And um, where where can people really go to find trustworthy information and, and um, safety information about all this stuff that's sort of outside the box of conventional medicine. Sure. Um, what it boils down to for me is always this. Um, one thing that I really don't like about Facebook, it's like the best thing about Facebook, but it's also the worst thing about Facebook, is that people can get on and they can pull all of their friends and coworkers and people they barely know they can say, hey, I'm dealing with this problem, this health problem. What should I do about it? Go. And then they proceed to get like 400 answers. Honestly, probably 399 of them are just absolute crock. And maybe one is good, but it's mixed in with all the rest. And it's up to them to be able to filter that. And my biggest problem with that form of healthcare because it kind of has evolved into its own like WebMD kind of thing. It's a phenomenon um, yeah. is that we are, why would you ask someone who deals with allergies every season as why would you use them as a reference to how you should deal with your allergies? I should mm -hmm. think that you would ask someone that maybe in the past dealt with allergies, but no longer does 
that's the kind of person that I want. So essentially the point that I'm getting at is that you need to look at, look at the people that you're asking for advice, um, consider them as your source, look at their life and ask yourself, is this the life that I want to have? And if the answer is yes, then use them as a resource. And if the answer is no, this person gets sick all the time, this person is always in pain, why would I ask this person about helping my back pain if they're always in back pain? It's kind of like this backwards way that we think about it. We're like, oh, they must have experience with mediating the symptoms. Well, that might be true, but do you want their life or do you want someone that might have dealt with it, but then for once and for all just got rid of it? And um, that's why I think people should keep an open mind about alternative modalities, including, you know, chiropractic, because honestly, the people, and it's one of the first things I said, unfortunately, when you asked me, I said, haters going to hate. Um, the people that are oftentimes the biggest, um, not advocates, but the, the biggest um, critics. Uh, yeah, critics of alternative forms of taking care of yourself unfortunately they a lot of times are ones that are not really pleased with their health either i don't know what they have out against or why they they have made it their job to be a critic of things that other people are pursuing but um I, for whatever reason a lot of times when you are pursuing something you're you're tip, you know alternative you're typically going to come under fire and honestly um that's why we named our our place rebel chiropractic because we knew that people that were seeking us out, they were going to be considered rebels within their own families. And when we named it this, I honestly think of my, my wife, Kelsey, as one of the, the, the prime examples of who I see when I see a rebel. You know, she was just brought up differently than I was. And um, it could be very easily um, seen, I'm sure, from her family's perspective, that some of the decisions that we make are different, are, you know, are against the grain are you know they kind of buck the system a little bit and um and that kind of rubs some people the wrong way and so i think that um as long as the 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 benefit outweighs the risk then uh, keeping an open mind is always risk free and uh, you know what's the worst that can happen you become educated uh by someone who's actually a an authority on the topic you know, don't ask a nurse about chiropractic. Don't ask a medical doctor about chiropractic. Ask a chiropractor about chiropractic. Don't ask a chiropractor right. about nursing or med medicine. So if, right. you know, if the, the, the risk of becoming educated, you know, there, there, there's no detriment that can happen to you. I just say, keep a completely open mind, you know, look, seek out anything and then make an informed decision on it. Um, where people can use as a really good source to find a good chiropractor, um, like anything, you know, there's there's good restaurants, there's bad restaurants, there's good, you know, hairstylists, there's, there's bad hairstylists, there's good chiropractors, there's bad chiropractors. Um, I think a really um, good resource um, to look for a good chiropractor, and I'm not trying to put this website above any other ones. I don't have any, you know, um, I guess stock invested in them. I just think it's when I need to refer a friend or a family member that lives out of state to a chiropractor, this is where I go. Um, I go to the um, to icpa4kids.com, and that is the International Chiropractic Pediatric Association. And even if you are a grown adult and you're looking for a chiropractor, most of these chiropractors, they see adults. But 
um, it says something about the way that they practice if they also take care of kids. Um, if they're only concerned with getting you out of pain from your car accident, not interested in building a relationship with you, that's not necessarily the kind of chiropractor that I would want to go to. So it's not the kind of chiropractor that I would refer my friends and loved ones to. So I believe um, wholeheartedly that if you are looking for an online resource, then this ICPA, the number four, kids.com is a great resource for you, even if you're not pregnant, even if you don't have kids and you're just seeking out a chiropractor for yourself. Um, you, can, you can find us on there, me and my dad, Dr. John uh, Schwanz. Uh, we, are, we are members of this organization, among all a lot of other organizations, but um, you can find us there. Um, yeah, or and if that's, you just want to learn about chiropractic. Oh, go ahead. Uh, oh, that's ICA4, number four, kids.com. It's um, ICPA, so Pediatric ICP. Association. Okay. Got it. I'm going to put that in the show notes. Perfect. Yeah, that's a great resource. And then um, if you're just running low on, you know, um, resources, then um, we, have, we, have a good, we have a bunch of um, stuff that's completely unrelated to, you know, our office. It's just kind of educational. That's up on our website as well, which is uh, very simple. It's just www.rebelchiropractic.com, like rebel with a cause. Um, yeah, rebelchiropractic.com, and there's tons of blog posts on there. Um, I believe it's organized by condition. So if you're looking, if you're like, man, I got asthma, and I don't want to take the steroid for the rest of my life, can chiropractic help with asthma? Go to our website. You know, you'll find some research articles on asthma and chiropractic and how there have been some case studies that have helped out with that. If you're looking for your kids, um, for colic or reflux or constipation, then that's a good resource for you to go to. Um, I could go on and on, but you get the point. It, I think it's organized that way um, as far as um, resources that you could use to find out more about chiropractic, um, find out more about natural health in general, um, and find out more about um, the Gonstead method of chiropractic that we practice. Cool. And just as a side note, asking for a friend, can chiropractic really help with asthma? Is that something that you treat? Yeah, so there are, um, not to get like into nuance, but we, the only thing that the chiropractor treats is vertebral subluxation that I talked about, but right. um, as, as because of removing that vertebral subluxation, say that that subluxation was located uh, in an area of nerve tissue that at the, the end organ of that nerve tissue has to go to the tiny bronchioles of the lungs. And now the brain might be telling those bronchioles to expand but the information isn't all getting there. It's not being communicated or transmitted uh, across that nerve properly. Then the end result is going to be that those bronchioles don't expand and we have a name for that. We call it asthma or you know, uh, any kind of COPD or anything like that. So that's a, that's a long way of saying, yes, we see people that have asthma that are looking to get off of their drugs. Um, the way that we do that is by treating vertebral, you know, removing the vertebral subluxation. There's a lot of a lot uh -huh. of things that, um, that you might not think about, but yeah, asthma, allergies, reflux, um, gastroesophageal, um, reflux, um, you know, uh, irritable bowel syndrome, uh, allergies, that, those sorts of things are pretty common in the kind of chiropractic offices that you'll find on any of those resources that I was um, describing before. Okay, I got it. So really what you're doing is you're through treating the subluxations, the um, benefit is the improvement of 
virtually any kind of ailment in your body that's that was being hindered by a, a nerve being pinched or out of place or something. Totally right. No, and you you explained mm-hmm. it beautifully that it's um you know it's you would never go to your personal trainer and say hey do you treat heart disease they'd be like no I don't treat heart disease but because of what we're doing we're going to be making your body healthier and you're going to be at less risk for that condition. Um, If you were to ask a chiropractor, do you treat, uh, even if it was something simple, do you treat headaches or do you treat, you know, it's like, no, we don't treat that. But by taking pressure off your nerve system, you're going to be better off and a healthier person is going to have less headaches. It's going to have less asthma symptoms, things like that. Does that make sense? It absolutely makes sense. I just finished an episode with Stacy Stevens, who is a health coach, and we were talking about the microbiome. And it was sort of the same concept where um, if you clean up your diet, get your microbiome and your gut health in order, then all of these other things start to fall in place with your health. So yeah, it's very interesting how when we just start to take care of ourselves and um, allow our bodies to do their jobs that the, the body knows what to do. It's very cool. Yep. Yep. Very cool. Yeah. And I also wanted to um, give a shout out again to your Instagram because I think that is um, super cool. I like looking at the pictures and reading um, the posts. I think there's what you write is um, very interesting. So um, is that that's Thank under you. rebel chiropractic, right? On yep, Instagram, just, uh, all, all one word, Rebel Chiropractic. If you like seeing pictures of my kids <laughs> and pictures of Buffalo, then you're going to like my Instagram a lot. Yeah, yeah. And kudos to your wife for uh, going against the grain a little bit with her family and doing uh, the right thing for your family. I think that's uh, that deserves a little, little applause. So way to go. What's your wife's yeah. name again? Her name's Kelsey, and her family's awesome. Don't let me get, don't let me, um, you know, paint them in a in an ill light. They, I just know that in the very beginning, when she was starting to date me, they probably honestly had their their reservations, wondering, you know, what is she doing, you know, because I was set up so differently. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I can identify with that too. So way to go, Kelsey. That's awesome. <laughs> so you guys cool. keep yeah, doing what you're doing, and um, I really appreciate your time this evening. This was very interesting. And I think it's going to be a great episode. And um, maybe some people will uh, hit you up for some more um, answers and information and some chiropractic care. Yeah, and they are more than welcome to reach out to me. Um, My email is pretty easy to remember. It's just Dr. Tyler Schwanz at Gmail. That's probably like the that's more like the personal one that I check. Um, so if you have any questions about chiropractic in general, feel free to reach out that way. Um, you can also direct message me on Instagram. Believe it or not, I get tons of private messages on Facebook and Instagram all the time um, about their family or their friends just asking questions. Um, even if you live out of town and you just happen to listen to this podcast and you're looking for um, a chiropractor for a friend, um, then you know, hook, hook, uh, hook them up with me and I will be happy to find someone for them. I have a very wide um, network of chiropractors through an organization that I'm a part of um, called AMPT. And it's, uh, it, we raise up chiropractic students so that they can practice the kind of chiropractic that we do uh, in, a very, in a very neurologically based uh, manner. So I have a wide network there. So I guess I'm just saying 
please feel free to reach out. I'm I'm living in the four one nine just like you are. So just trying to <laughs> just trying to thrive. Yeah, and and we need to make more connections here and bring people together on these topics and uh, get people the care that they need. I I think um, the more I learn, the and the more I talk to people, the more I uh, see this big gap between um, people going to conventional doctors and asking for help and they're just not getting it. So um, I think this is a great way to um, maybe address some health issues that haven't been helped in other ways. So thank you so much for your time tonight. This was very interesting again. And um, would you come back again and, and talk about another topic? Oh, I'd love to. Yeah, I'd love to. Thank you very much. Awesome. We'll chat about that. So you have a good night. Thanks, you too. I'll talk to you later, Rose. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Thrive Tribe 419 podcast. If you'd like to join the conversation or see pictures and videos, check us out on Facebook and Instagram under Thrive Tribe 419. You can find show notes from today's episode or listen to more episodes at tt419.buzzsprout.com. Dot com, or on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. If you enjoyed this podcast, it would mean a lot to me if you left a review wherever you listen to the show. Leaving reviews helps others find us and lets them know that we're the real deal. And it lets me know that you've been enjoying the show and that I'm not just sitting here talking to myself. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Have a great day and keep thriving.